Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. KYW Original Podcast. It is draft day in the NFL 2021. It is in Cleveland this year. It is not completely remote like it was last year, so a little bit more normal. And uh, the Eagles are, as of now, this morning, when I were recording this at 8.03, picking 12th tonight in the first round of the draft. I have Ray Dittinger on the line to preview it. I know Ray loves the NFL draft. He does extensive preparation leading up to it. Ray, the first thing I want to know before we talk about the Eagles, why do you love draft day so much? Well, it gives you a chance to be a general manager. It gives you a chance to be an NFL general manager for for three days <laughs> with, with, none, with none of the accountability. You can... You know, you can you can make your picks and be as outrageous or as much of a gambler as you want, and two days later, nobody remembers. It's not like you're Howie Roseman and you have to live with these guys. So, uh, it's I mean, it's just uh, I mean, it's a fun you know, it's it's a fun game. It's a fun spin the wheel, take your chances kind of game. That uh, you know, I, I mean, every the NFL and the guys who are the scouts and the experts. I mean, they try to make it as much scientific as they possibly can with all their testing and all their computers and. Uh, all their charts and graphs and all that kind of stuff. They try and make it very scientific, like it's like they all should be wearing white coats and working in a lab. But the fact of the matter is, when you get right down to it, it's a big crapshoot. And uh, so for those of us that are amateur GMs, we can sit on the outside and just question everybody else's wisdom. Well, Glenn Macnow, your WIP radio partner of many years, posted a photo. I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but he posted a photo on social media over the weekend from, from one of your shows that you that you did over the weekend. And I know that you're big on the yellow notepad. And in this picture, you're sitting uh, at, at the you know inside the studio at the mic at WIP, and you you had to have at least three yellow notepads there just taking up the entire table. Uh, so you obviously do a lot of prep for this. How, how much time, how much preparation time, Ray, do you put into your scouting of these players? Well, I've never counted it up, but it's a lot. I mean, it really starts during the college football season. You know, when I watch, when I watch the games, I'm always taking notes um, over the course of the season. And then after the season's over, then you have the individual testing and you have the, the bowl games and you have the senior bowl and you have uh, – the individual workouts and all of that stuff, and I try and track all of that. Um, but, oh, it's a lot. I mean, I've got um, what you saw in that picture was only about half of what I have. A lot of it's uh, – I have, I, have, I have even more stuff at home uh, that I, I just – it's just not all that portable. But, uh, it's, it, I mean, it's, it's fun. I enjoy it. And, uh, listen, we the, – the way to build a championship team 
in the National Football League is through the draft. I mean, this is championships are won and lost over these three days. So, I mean, it's it's a fun exercise for those of us that are just sort of outsiders. But this is where the real hard work goes for the people that are on the inside because, you know, this is where franchises are built and this is where franchises are brought down. It's pretty important stuff. And I think we can agree that uh, for most of recent history, the Eagles have not done well with the NFL draft. What did you think of their move to trade down from 6 to 12? Uh, I understood why they did it, because they got them a first-round pick next year. But I, um, to be honest with you, I really didn't like it. Uh, I thought the Eagles, uh, you know, moving 6 to 12, people say, oh, that's not a big deal. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. You're talking about six spots that high in the draft. That's a lot. Uh, and what I really didn't like about it, what I really thought made me think that I'm not so sure this is a great thing to do, is you trade it back immediately behind two teams in your division. You trade it down to 12, and the Dallas Cowboys are picking 10, and the Giants are picking 11. Uh, and I, I think this is a draft where, uh, to me, the top four or five slots are pretty well determined. I thought the first three are going to be quarterbacks. Uh, fourth pick, I think, is probably going to be Kyle Pitts, the Philadelphia kid. I think he's probably going to go to Atlanta, but Atlanta could take a quarterback, too. Uh, and then five, I think Cincinnati's taken a, an offensive lineman. But you get into that next group, six, seven, eight, nine, um, I, I think that there's going to be a lot of teams that are going to be trading. Uh, and... I think that's where, to me, the really big three, uh, the guys that I've been looking at for the Eagles all along, which are the three Alabama players. I call them the Tuscaloosa Triangle. Patrick Sertan, uh, Devontae Smith, and Jalen Waddell. Uh, I think that's exactly where they're going to go. I think they're going to go right in that sweet spot there, seven, eight, nine, right in there. And, and maybe, and, and very conceivably, if they go to 10 or 11, they're not going to get past the Giants or the Cowboys. So the three players who could probably help you the most are now, if you stay at 12, are going to go right ahead of you. And they could very easily go to teams immediately in your division. And that's so, all of a sudden, that move of six spots is really, it's, it's, it's a big deal. So that's why I, I, I really do think there's a very good chance that Howie Roseman is going to trade back into the top 10. Now and the Eagles pick. I think that, you know, I, I think the opportunity is there for them. I think they've looked at the board now. They kind of know who they want. They kind of know where those guys could go. And I think they're now beginning to realize that there's a really good chance that none of them will be there at 12. And if that's the case, then I could see, I could very easily see Howie working in that six, seven, and eight area to try and trade in there and get one of the guys that they really like and really need. I want to get your prediction before we sign off, but but circling back to, to Kyle Pitts real quickly, you, you said that, that if Atlanta doesn't take him fourth, uh, the team that's fifth right now is going to take an offensive lineman. So did the Eagles make a mistake? I mean, you, you obviously did not like trading back to 12 because of all those players that you just mentioned. But with Kyle Pitts... If he if he if Atlanta passed on him and the Eagles were still at six, would Kyle Pitts have ended up with the Eagles, the local kid, Archbishop Wood, Florida? Uh, supposedly, many feel he's a generational talent at tight end. Would would he have been an Eagle if the Eagles stayed at six? Um, if listen, if the Eagles had a shot at him, if he had if he had somehow gotten past Atlanta, let's say Atlanta just decided that they wanted to take a quarterback to begin to groom some guy to succeed Matt Ryan. I, I think it would be a mistake. <laughs> I think they would to take Kyle Pitts right there and help Matt Ryan win games like right now. If I were them, that's what I would do. But let's say they did. Let's say they decided that this is a chance to go get a quarterback, and they did. 
Uh, and Cincinnati has big offensive line needs, and they decided to take an offensive lineman. If the Eagles were at six and Kyle Pitts were were there, uh, to me that would be a very easy call because I think he's the best player in the draft. Yeah. I really do. I mean, I uh, I mean, Trevor Lawrence is going to go first, and we've known that for months. Uh, but if you ask me who who do you think is the best player in this draft, regardless of position, I think it's Kyle Pitts. I really do. I think he's that good. I think it's he's going to come into the NFL and be an immediate impact player. And I mean, you look around the NFL, I mean, tight ends, that kind of tight end is becoming a dominant player in NFL offenses. I mean, you're seeing what George Kittle has done. You're seeing what Travis Kelsey has done. Um, you're seeing what Rob Gronkowski has done. Uh, tight ends with that kind of size and that kind of skill set are – Offenses, I mean, these are game changers. And Kyle Pitts has the physical skills to be one of those guys. Before I get your Eagles prediction, I'm curious to know, do you think that Pitts will be a Falcon or do you think he'll be on another team? No, I think he's going to be a Falcon. I think he's going to, I think he's going to go for I, You know, I, I know the Falcons are thinking uh, in terms of, you know, how often are you going to get this high in the draft to maybe go get a, an elite quarterback. And, you know, Matt Ryan is... You know, I mean, he's in his 30s now, but we're in an era when quarterbacks are playing late 30s, into their 40s. So, you know, I think Matt Ryan's still got a lot of good football left. And if I'm the Falcons, I'm thinking I want to go get, I want to get some players that can maximize what Matt Ryan has to offer at this point. And you take Kyle Pitts, you put him in that offense, along with Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones, and all of a sudden, you know, the Atlanta Falcons become at least an offense that everyone has to reckon with. All right. Going back to what you said before with the Eagles, and you kind of indicated that you think Howie's going to try to get back into the top 10. So this is a, a multifaceted question, a multi-part question. Who should the Eagles take, Ray? Who will they take? And do they stay at 12? Do they end up with one of the three Alabama players you mentioned? Patrick Sertan, Devontae Smith, or Jalen Waddell? Um, I'm just purely guessing. Uh, I don't have any inside information. I'm purely guessing, but I think they're going to. I think they're going to trade back. I think they're going to trade. I think going to trade back into the top ten uh, to get one of those guys. I mean, that's certainly what I would be trying to do um, because there's a big drop off after them. I think. I think Sertan is far and away the best cornerback. Uh, I really do, and the Eagles have an immediate need at cornerback. Uh, they have. Darius Slay, but they have nobody on the other side, and they got to go get somebody. And Patrick Sertan, to me, is the best corner in this draft. Uh, and if they have an opportunity to go get him, to me, it's hard to say no. Uh, I have been uh, all through the season and all through the postseason a big Devontae Smith guy. I, I know people are concerned about his size. You know, they think a 166 pound guy can't survive in the NFL. Um, but I think this guy's just a, a very special talent. I mean, anybody that saw him last year, this Heisman Trophy year with Alabama, you know, playing on a great team at the highest level of college competition, he wasn't just good, he was dominant. Uh, and I know the Eagles have a lot of wide receivers, and I know last year they drafted three of them. Uh, but to me, I don't know that any of them are going to amount to much. Uh, they certainly didn't show any indication of it last year. So, I mean, to me, it's a, it's a real flip of the coin kind of thing. I mean, I would, uh, if I had to rank these guys, I would say Smith, number one. I would say Sertan, number two. And Waddle, number three. I would take any of them. If, if, it was, if it were, I'd be happy to take any of them. But I think the Eagles are going to trade back. Uh, and my feeling is 
they're going to go with what they feel is the more immediate pressing need. And I think they're going to trade themselves back into a position where they're going to wind up taking Patrick Sertan. So at the end of the night, will Philadelphia Eagles fans be happy with the selection of Patrick Sertan if that's what ends up happening? I think they should be happy if they get any of the three Alabama guys. You know, um, I, but I think they're going to have to, and a lot of it's going to have to do with the price you're going to have to pay to go back and get them. Because I, I'm really not sure if you stay at 12, you're going to get any of them. I think they're all going to start coming off the board right in that area of six, seven, eight, nine. Sertan would, will not get past the Cowboys. And if you're an Eagles fan, you don't want to see the Cowboys get any better, and he would make them better. Um, so, yeah, any, any Eagles fan, I'm sure you watched Alabama. You know how good those players are. I think you'd be happy to get those players. The question is, what are you going to have to give up for them? Nobody wants to give up a second-round draft pick, but maybe that's what you'd have to give up. If I were the Eagles, I would offer them my two threes. The Eagles have two third-round picks. I would rather do that, and I'd be happy to do that. Um, a second-round pick would hurt a little bit more, but if that's what it takes, that's what it takes. I think you've got to go up and get one of those guys because, to me, I mean, there are no absolutely sure things in the NFL draft. There never are. But those, those three guys, to me, are about as close to a sure thing as if you're going If the Eagles find. stand pat at 12, are there any players who – would, I, I guess, make the fan base feel satisfied that the Eagles got good value in the first round at number 12? I would say probably probably J.C. Horn, the cornerback from South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, that would probably be it. Uh, there are other receivers in this draft, but to me the drop-off from uh, the three top guys, Chase, Smith, and Waddle, to me the drop-off from those guys to the next guy, is is pretty steep. Uh, I think to take another wide receiver other than those guys at 12 is would be a reach. Uh, you, you know, you'll drop down to that next group of receivers, and there are some receivers in there that are pretty good, uh, that are draftable, but not at 12. So I, I think that the the depth at at wide receiver kind of stops with those three guys. So if if what we're talking about is the three guys we're talking about are all gone at 12, and the Eagles are still sitting at 12 then I don't think there's another wide receiver there, even though the Eagles still have the need. I don't think there's another wide receiver there that justifies the number 12 pick. So I would probably go over to the defensive side, and I would probably take J.C. Horn, who's a, who's a cornerback from South Carolina, who to me is, I mean, he's not as good as Sertan. Sertan to me is clearly the number one. But he's the number two, and you can make a case that he's worthy of a number 12 pick. I'm going to go super negative hypothetical here, Ray, to close this out. Uh, let's just say Horn's gone, Sertain's gone, um, and and like you said, the wide receiver drop drop off is too significant. What if the Eagles end up with, let's say, an offensive lineman at twelve? Will that be something to get excited about? Depending on who it is, um, there's uh, there's some very good offensive linemen in this draft. Uh, Rashawn Slater from Northwestern's a really good player. Penny Sewell from Oregon's a really good player. Uh, there's a, an offensive guard out at Southern Cal uh, named Elijah Vera Tucker, who's a very good player. Um, I mean, those guys are all, they, they all have value at the 12 spot. Like I, they all, in my board, have a grade that would justify being a 12th, being a, a number 12 overall pick. The question is, offensive line, you know, is that really what the Eagles need right now? Um, and, you know, you can always have offensive linemen, and one of the things that uh, you know Andy Reid believed, and uh, and it served him very well over the years, is you know it, games are won in the trenches, and uh, 
the Eagles, even though they're expecting to get Lane Johnson and Brandon Brooks back next year, and Jason Kelsey's coming back, um, if you could get um, a really, really good offensive lineman there, I know the fans probably won't like it, uh, but uh, it's hard to argue against that. Uh, if, if you can get one of those guys that I just mentioned, all of whom to me have grades that sort of warrant a selection right at that point in the draft, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a matter of going for the value. And you, you probably have some offensive linemen there that would be justified at 12. Well, I can't, I can't wait until 8 o'clock tonight. I'm guessing 8 o'clock the Eagles will probably pick somewhere after 9, maybe closer to 10. I can't wait till tonight. Ray, I appreciate the preview. Uh, we will chat again tomorrow morning and recap what the Eagles do on day one of the NFL draft. Appreciate it, Ray. Thank you. Okay, David, talk to you tomorrow. Hall of Famer Ray Dittinger of 94 WIP. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.